Could YouTube be the advertising platform for you this year? You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this Marketing Focus podcast. And if you're not familiar with our format, well, each month we focus on a different marketing method like email or SEO or Facebook ads. And each week I interview a different marketing method expert to explore the latest advice on making it work for you. I love a little shout out to the listeners who are kind enough to take the time to post a review of the show. And I've got a shout out to do today. So I'm going to give you that and then we will get into today's content. So huge thank you to RS Sanchez from the USA for your five star rating on Apple Podcasts. Thank you very much. You've said great resources, no matter what level of e-commerce expertise or where you are in your career, there is plenty to learn from every episode. And that is certainly the case in this episode. So thank you, RS. Now, this month, we are all about Google Ads because so much is currently changing in the Google ecosystem as they change everything up for their own privacy shifts. Think about what Apple did to uh, Facebook ads over the last couple of years. Well, Google are doing it to themselves in a slightly different way, basically. In the last episode, we got deep into the darling of e-commerce, Google Ads, the shopping campaigns, and tackled the trickiest of topics, Performance Max. This time, we're going to the other end of the spectrum. We are talking about YouTube ads. People like me have been talking about the possibility of them for ages, but still very few brands are using them. But I think, and my guest believes, that's really going to change this year. So we're giving you kind of like the 101, the intro guide to YouTube ads, giving you the initial knowledge you need to go off and work and work out and learn and test and get them working for your business. So we will be talking about ad types, who they're working for, tips about getting your videos right for those ad platforms. Uh, We will be talking about placements, which is mind blowing and audiences and basically giving you the stuff you need to know to get YouTube ads on your testing list for this year. Do make sure you listen right to the end of the episode because at the end, my guest will be sharing some quick fire insider tips about the whole of Google ads and how to maximize your performance there. And then I'll be sharing my take on it all as well, plus outlining some more free ways we can help you improve your Google ads even more. So stay tuned to the end. Do you want more from your paid ads campaigns this year? Are you tired of disappointing results? Are your optimizations delivering low to low performance improvements? If that all sounds familiar, well, it's because the game's changed, which means you need a chat with my friends at Digital Gearbox. They are masters in the art of pay-per-click marketing. Their expert team have helped transform businesses around the world with tried and tested strategies that actually get results. And right now they're offering a free one-on-one consultation to 10 ambitious Keep Optimising listeners looking to do great things in 2023. Now, only 10 of you can get this brilliant offer, so do not delay. Get your free consultation now by heading over to keepopt.com forward slash digital gearbox. That's K-E-E-P-O-P-T dot com forward slash digital gearbox. And let the Digital Gearbox team show you the true power of PPC. 
Today, I'm chatting with Google Ads expert Charlotte Sheridan. Charlotte is the founder of The Small Biz Expert, a digital marketing agency based in London who handle both Google and Facebook ads. Hello, Charlotte. Hello, Chloe. Lovely to see you, speak to you. Great to have you on the show. Um, How did you get into the weird and wonderful world that is Google Ads? I actually, before I started the agency, I was in-house and in a typical smaller business, it was, can you do a bit of this Google Ads thing? And I started off doing all of the things we warn people not to now, speaking to Google reps and taking their advice, trying to do a little bit of YouTubing to find out what was what was happening and Googling everything. And after a while, it was decided I was going to do some training, which I did with a large agency at the time, and really went from there. And I, I do think with Google Ads, it really is a case of um, you can know all the theory in the world, but until you're in the weeds of the advertising, that's where the skills really come out. So we work with over 200 clients on their Google Ads across all types of campaign and also on um, social media ads, which the, the crossover helps. Yeah, it does, especially with the topic we're talking about today, which is the YouTube ad side of things. But but you're right. Um, you can read all the books, you can watch all the videos, but until you're actually managing the cash and the clicks and the setup, you have to be hands-on to really learn, don't you? Yeah, like everything in life, the theory is all well and good, but when you take the when you get under the bonnet, it, there's something's always going to surprise you. <laughs> and the learning never ends. Cheesy segue here. So let's talk about the YouTube ads, which is, I think, the bit of Google ads, which we we all have the login. We all have <laughs> access to it, but we rarely open that box. And as I've often done, I've gone too early on my predictions of a new area of ads going to be taking off. And I've gone too early with YouTube several times. Is it now, obviously you're running a load of accounts for people. Are you now seeing that YouTube ads kind of finally brands are using them and seeing results and it's it's going to be something we need to, we should be aware of in 2023? I think... YouTube ads, they're definitely growing in popularity in terms of usage. More businesses of all levels are turning to them rather than YouTube ads very much being the preserve of big brands. In part, that is down to increased time on the channel. I think um, after lockdown, YouTube got you. It's always been a big channel, but the usage sort of changed. It's now something that sits on our smart TVs. It's something that we use for listening to music when we're at the gym you know it's actually a bit of a multi-channel it's a it's an on-the-go platform more than some of the social channels i think potentially video is always becoming more and more popular but people with things like instagram tv going away and stuff like that youtube as a platform is becoming the only place for longer form video content generally And also advertisers, let's be honest, are looking for alternatives to some of the platforms that they have been using, you know, whether that's down to issues with meta platforms or Twitter platform. You know, there's a lot going on in the social media world. Oh, yeah. And YouTube very much blends that push part of marketing, but with a Google platform that a lot of people are very comfortable with. Yeah, I guess it it is, isn't it? As we're becoming, as we're watching video more, as consumers and as we're 
getting our heads finally around creating video in our businesses because there's the pressure from all the angles to do it now. And then what's the video platform we've already got access to the advertising of? We've already got all the billing set up. We've in theory got the tracking set up. It's just there a couple of clicks away. So, um, so yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And who are you finding that it's that it's working best for? I guess what types of companies, what types of products or user cases and what sort of goals? Because I'm guessing it's not a Google Shopping campaign quick purchase <laughs> channel. It's very much, and I think this is another reason it's rising in popularity. As tracking is getting harder, brands and even smaller businesses are moving more to the top of funnel and understanding perhaps more the value of that discovery phase and YouTube is perfect for that that's exactly what it does it's the great alternative to we used to put ads on the radio we used to put ads on the television we used to put stuff out in print YouTube is a great discovery platform so we're finding that more businesses do b2b and e-commerce brands actually which is unusual because it used to be very much the platform for big fashion and big you know that's what you kind of picture your big big brands yeah you kind of had the impression in the past that people created a tv ad and went oh well we've gone to the effort of creating this where else can we put it out and they went oh we'll bung some cash at youtube so it's it's kind of moving away from that because the ads i'm seeing on youtube now are far more made for youtube i suppose yeah, and it's what's fantastic about it from from a brand perspective, you can put stuff out there that is it's not just an advert. You can put your informational content on there as an advert. You can put your user-generated content on there as an advert, but in a far more professional looking video. This is where when everyone's saying, Oh, your TikToks have got to be really raw and really real, sometimes there's no place for that big nicely produced video to go and YouTube is a perfect place to do it you've also got things like sequential advertising where where brands can choose to tell a story in in sequence through their YouTube ads sort of like probably no one listening is going to be old enough to remember the coffee ads for the gold blenders from the 1980s where we waited for them to get together it's great that companies can do that now on YouTube so you could create a series of ads that tell a story or that are in the way you want to get those messages across and you can set it up so as the first time someone is triggered for one of your ads, they get ad A, the next time they get ad B, the next time they get ad C and so forth. Exactly that. Wow. And it also caps, unlike other advertising, it caps at one sequence. So there's not much waste in the budget with that. So it's a fantastic way to do storytelling. But again, very, very top of funnel. This is for organizations who really want to get creative with their ads, understand the power of being front of mind and being remembered as opposed to this is not a somebody clicks on the ad, bang, they're in the shopping basket. Although that is available on YouTube as well. There are text ads on YouTube. People forget that. It's not all about the video. You can do kind of a shop now static ad on on youtube if you really know who you're targeting and it it kind of blends the best of google and the best of display social in that you can target based both on who your audience is so things like in market segments obviously using using your own data for retargeting all of those types of audiences or you can choose it based on placement 
So you can say, you know, if you've got all the money in the world, you can go, I'm going to try and get our placements on Taylor Swift's latest release or something like that. But you've got different, it blends nice targeting that actually isn't really available across any of the platform, uh, any of the other advertising platforms. Okay, so you've given me a whole load of things to dive into here. So I'm going to work work my way through them. And everyone, I'm I'm hoping I'm going to manage to cover off all the things you're screaming at your iPhone now going, ask this, ask this. So first off, you mentioned about the the high quality videos that people are using on YouTube. Can we also, you know, does a raw video, more of a TikTok level of production video work on YouTube too? Or should we be a bit more shiny with our production values the production values you can have something that looks raw however you need to think about placement and what type of ad you're running for example we're all familiar we've all gone onto youtube wanted to watch something clicked go and your your video will start in five four three two one if you are doing that type of ad, you really got to think about your product because you want to put something in on that four second mark that is going to keep them watching. So although the production that, you know, you don't have to have something super shiny looking, the thought behind it and the storyboarding can be quite important, more important even than on the social media channels where actually what you're trying to do there is stop the scroll. Here, you're not trying to stop the scroll. You're trying to keep the attention. It's a slightly different, and again, different placements do different things. So, or like the sequential ads that I just mentioned, there needs to be enough of a hook that next time somebody sees the next one in sequence, they're taking notice of it. Rather than just going, that ad's running, I'm going to ignore that for two minutes until the thing that I came here to watch is in front of me. It's kind of like a... um another level of interruption marketing on that front isn't it it's not it's not i'm here to watch lots of things so i'm just going to keep scrolling till i find something or i'll watch that because i'm scrolling to try and find something but it's someone has gone i want to watch this video about x and now you're in the way of what they're doing so you've it's got to work that bit harder exactly there are different placements on youtube you can also look at being within the feed of youtube um videos so that if i'm looking for example funny cat videos I can place my my advert within that listing but a lot of it is really super interruptional and you do have to remember that you are blocking somebody from what they want to see so you'd better make it relevant and you better make it interesting and just to take that to another level if you or I were creating a video to, to sell a course on google ads and we were trying to target it before content about how to do google ads presumably doing that video in the format of a how to do google ads video you know person to camera whiteboard slide deck that kind of thing would be good but if we were trying to put that in front of i don't know uh music videos it would it make sense to have a slightly higher level of production for a music video because some because of the types or am i going am i overthinking this you could get into that sort of level, definitely. Um, and this is why it's such an interesting platform because you can base it on audience or you can base it on placement and you can actually layer both things over it. So you can choose whether you're going to show it to that person interested in Google ads when they're watching Google content or when they're watching Taylor Swift. <laughs> Other <laughs> artists are available. Um, but sh- 
And yet it's more about story than production value, I would say, because if something interrupts you and, and, and gets in your head, it gets in your head no matter what you're about to watch. Well, that makes sense. Um, okay, let's. You mentioned placement there, which was going to be one of my one of my questions. So we we get we can take all our all our Google Ads audiences, lay those over to do our retargeting and, and X, Y, and Z. But the bit which I find most fascinating, I think, is the placement piece. You know, if you if you're selling a recipe box, you can put it on recipe videos. If you're you're doing that Google Ads one I mentioned earlier, you can do it on stuff about Google Ads. How granular can we get with that? Because you said, you know, if you want to put it on the latest Taylor Swift video, can you almost reach the point if you wanted to of picking individual videos? Yes, you can. It's not necessarily a good idea to do that, but it can be done. And that tends to work well. You know, the Taylor Swift example would cost you an absolute fortune. (laughs) Um, But if you work in a specific niche, we actually did it with someone who does something related to chess. And chess videos are incredibly popular. And we found some super niche videos that actually had fairly reasonable levels of views, but weren't from big famous channels, because that's the other thing. You can also choose by channel. So, for example, I could choose music videos. I could choose Taylor Swift's video. I could choose Taylor Swift's channel. Although, again, not many people got the budget for that. Mm. But you can get incredibly granular, but you can also do the same thing with things like your in-market segments and stuff like that. So you could choose someone who has been searching on Google for specific keywords and target them on YouTube based on what they've been Googling on search. It's a fantastic blend of almost all of Google's targeting in one place. It's so massively overlooked as a platform. And with a huge amount of scope for optimization. Absolutely massive. It is one reason why planning is quite important with it as a platform, because you have everything to test, absolutely everything to test. You've got audience to test creative. That's without even going into our, you know, sort of standard stuff of your landing page and, you know, all of that stuff. But it's, there is so much that you can test and optimize that the biggest barrier will usually be creative budget for it more than getting the optimization in place it'll often be the creative budget because there's only so many videos most people can produce yeah yeah definitely one to to get the whiteboard out and work out a plan of attack when you mentioned at the very beginning about how when you started you made all those errors we tell people not to make immediately in my head was the one ad group with all the keywords (laughs) and it's it's like that it strikes me that's what you could quite easily do on youtube oh that's cool we'll add that in we'll add that in we'll add that in And, and you have this this smorgasbord hideous placement targeting mix that's full of good ideas, but it's not going to drive you the results. Or the wrong type of video in the wrong type of placement is a really easy mistake for almost anyone to make. So not having the hook on the non-skippable, um, not telling the story in the sequence, although you'd really have to get that wrong, but not telling the story in the sequential. Bumper ads are something that are six seconds. Trying to get a long message across in six seconds rather than just going, this is a punchline ad. So there's a lot of, thinking behind it but actually the technicalities of implementing it once you've done the thinking it's not as difficult as I think people imagine it is yeah but it's it's a step away from the screen or get the paper out or the or your spreadsheet out however you think best but do that before setting stuff up every single ad platform there are 
lots of myself included we sit there and we talk about how we're going to click buttons how we're going to change the bid strategy we're going to use a lookalike audience for the or custom match audience in the case of google ads we talk about um should we go to one percent or five percent on our matched audiences but the real work starts well before you get anywhere near clicking those buttons what everything starts before you get on the platform so thinking through the concept of actually audience backwards what you're looking to achieve what you want to be known for is the key to a good youtube strategy and actually really setting what your goals are because they're not going to be in the immediate term x number of sales or conversions they are probably going to be around what on other platforms can be called vanity metrics so things like reach brand sentiment all of those what sometimes are considered fluffy metrics but they're the things that go in your they're the things that brands that are around for a long time care about the most because what you do now is going to still be paying off in 10 years 20 30 years time and one thing which i have to ask you is you've mentioned various formats of ad. So let's do a quick rundown of what these are and and where they go. We'll cover off the the most important ones. This is not going to be a comprehensive list, everybody, because there's an awful lot of different things you could do with all of these. So what's the most common ad format people are using on YouTube? I would say it's about 50-50 between what we call TrueView ads so they're the ones the skippable the skippable in screen or there is also non-skippable and discovery ads so they're just two different things skippable ads are about showing on somebody else's video the discovery ads are about showing in the feed so they sit alongside other organic video got you so one's kind of like a search result the discovery is like in search results when you log on to youtube it might be suggested to you and then what Google calls true view are those ones we all hover over the skip ad button for <laughs> when we're on YouTube ourselves. Exactly. There is a lot of, um, I'm sure you'll have someone speaking about performance max. I believe that performance max will also impact where some of the, because there are also, as I mentioned, static placements on YouTube. And I think a lot of those are coming from performance max as well. And the the static ads, these are the text ads which appear on YouTube, aren't they? Text and image ads which appear on YouTube generally in the... And the differences between what appears on desktop, the app, and mobile (laughs) as well. Obviously. um, (laughs) There are so many placements, but generally speaking, it's either discovery or it's TrueView skippable stuff. So that's where we should start. Yeah, other placements are available. <laughs> but start with those two. Okay. Yeah. And um, the last question on this then is, what are the most common errors you see when people are, are running YouTube ads? What's the one to avoid? The most common is the same error of any video ad. Somebody short shoehorning something that they have filmed into an advertising platform. And that goes for any, whether it's on TikTok, whether it's on Instagram, you always need to remember that you are recording an advert, not a corporate promo video. 
there you go, guys. Make the advert for the platform, which we may have said many hundreds of times on this podcast throughout all the different things we've talked about video on. Okay, um, Charlotte, it's been great picking your brains about a YouTube ads. Listeners, remember to stay tuned right to the end so you don't miss out on Charlotte's insider tips on the whole of Google Ads and my suggestions for more free resources to help you improve things even further in your business. Do you want more from your paid ads campaigns this year? Are you tired of disappointing results? Are your optimizations delivering low to low performance improvements? If that all sounds familiar, well, it's because the game's changed, which means you need a chat with my friends at Digital Gearbox. They are masters in the art of pay-per-click marketing. Their expert team have helped transform businesses around the world with tried and tested strategies that actually get results. And right now, they're offering a free one-on-one consultation to 10 ambitious Keep Optimising listeners looking to do great things in 2023. Now, only 10 of you can get this brilliant offer, so do not delay. Get your free consultation now by heading over to keepopt.com forward slash digital gearbox. That's K-E-E-P-O-P-T dot com forward slash digital gearbox. And let the Digital Gearbox team show you the true power of PPC. Okay, Charlotte, so far we've gone deep into... YouTube ads. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of Google ads. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with Google ads, which of course does include YouTube ads. Charlotte, are you ready? Let's go. Let's do this. Okay. Let's start with newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? For Google ads, Study the platform before you start spending money. People assume it's a simple platform because Google makes it appear so. Google are great at taking your money, not so great at making you money. Spend time learning from not just Google's own resources, but from third parties, including videos on YouTube as well. Okay, cool. Love that. Yeah. The best piece of advice I think pretty much we mentioned this in every single Google ad episode is Google are trying to take your money away from you (laughs) and I'm perfectly happy to say that so learn the platform first um okay Charlotte once you've started of course you've got to keep optimizing so what's your favorite way to improve performance best way to optimize your ads is really to ensure that you're consistently testing there are a few things you need to watch out for if performance is dipping look at every part of your funnel. So start with the landing page or wherever a conversion happens for you first and work your way backwards from there. Yeah, there are no stones you should leave unturned on this one. Um, If someone listening wants to learn more about Google Ads, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? As we've been speaking about YouTube, there are some absolutely fantastic resources about YouTube on YouTube. Google does offer its own version of training and actually their YouTube video training is fairly good and not too Google biased either. That's that's worth saying because some of the Google training is not as good as you'd like it to be. Hmm. Our YouTube training is fairly good. Not all of it is. <laughs> Definitely a good place to start then. Okay, finally, it's crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for? From a YouTube perspective, 
as we're moving more and more towards cookie-less tracking, I think we're going to see increased numbers of e-commerce brands looking more at top of funnel activity. So formats like YouTube, like TikTok, all of those channels that perform really well at top of funnel, I think we're going to see more investment in them. Yeah, I think you're right. So now is the time to get testing and get in there, guys. That's what we're saying. Um, Charlotte, we are very nearly at the end of the show. So could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business? So you can visit our website at www.thesmallbizexpert.co.uk or follow me on LinkedIn, Charlotte Sheridan. Simple as that, guys. Um, Charlotte, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been great picking your brains about YouTube ads. And um, I really feel I might have to test some myself in the near future. So uh, so you've inspired me to get started. So hopefully you've got some of the, the audience thinking about it too. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Clare. Okay, so I'm guessing that's got you thinking about the potential for YouTube ads with that combination of ad format type and the many ways, the granular ways you can get going with the placements and the video formats. My head is spinning with ideas and I suspect yours might be too. So definitely an an intro to YouTube ads there. Certainly, I'm sure there's there's going to be many of you wanting to go deeper, in which case do get yourself signed up for our Q&A webinar where you'll be able to ask questions about going deeper. Before I tell you more about that, though, you can find the links to all the things we've discussed, the full transcript of this episode, important notes and more at keepoptimizing.com or to go straight to the correct page, put keepopt.com forward slash episode number into the URL bar and you'll go straight to the correct page on the website. Uh, Once you get to the website, you can also add yourself to our email list and then you won't miss out on any of the many things I share to help you improve your business. Whilst you're there, you can also sign up to that webinar I mentioned. Yes, every month uh, or most months, we corral as many of our experts who can make it to join us for a live Q&A session. And I'm, we, will, we will be running one about Google ads, including YouTube ads. It's going to be your chance to get your questions answered on this topic. So head to keepopt.com forward slash webinar to get signed up for that. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode, then do check out episode 61, which was our previous YouTube ads episode, because it's going to really help you build on what you've learned in this episode. And you can find all of our Google Ads episodes by scrolling up your feed. You will see them. They've all got the word Google Ads written on them. Or head to the website keepopt.com forward slash Google Ads where you'll find all our Google Ads content. Please do tell your fellow marketers about the show because I want to help as many marketers as possible to improve the performance of their e-commerce marketing. Have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z. Do you 
want more from your paid ads campaigns this year? Are you tired of disappointing results? Are your optimizations delivering low to low performance improvements? If that all sounds familiar, well, it's because the game's changed, which means you need a chat with my friends at Digital Gearbox. They are masters in the art of pay-per-click marketing. Their expert team have helped transform businesses around the world with tried and tested strategies that actually get results. And right now, they're offering a free one-on-one consultation to 10 ambitious Keep Optimising listeners looking to do great things in 2023. Now, only 10 of you can get this brilliant offer, so do not delay. Get your free consultation now by heading over to keepopt.com forward slash digital gearbox. That's K-E-E-P-O-P-T dot com forward slash digital gearbox. And let the Digital Gearbox team show you the true power of PPC.